Welcome to Above and Below, a Salt Life podcast where we're going to be exploring above and below the surface. We'll take in a deep dive into the world of fishing, diving, and surfing. Every week, we're going to sit down with experts to learn more about them and get their freshest, hottest takes on all things salty. What's up, everyone? Welcome back to Above and Below, a Salt Life podcast. I am your host, Kieran Anderson, and today we have Dax and Kai McPhillips on with us. Boys, how are you and what's going on? We're doing good. We're uh, just hanging. I hope everyone out there is having a good day. Doing good over here. Yeah, I hope everyone's having a good day and living the stoked life in the around the beach and the salt water. Sick, dude. I love it. What um what have you guys been up to? Give us a little overview on what Dax and Kai get into on their daily life um up there in San Clemente. Daily life consists of pretty much waking up, <clears throat> crack of dawn, and uh seeing what the what the waves are doing. Uh, first thing we do is just put eyeballs on the ocean and then we go from there wake up we usually we're close to the beach so we have a good lookout can i spot we go to i like to get a cup of coffee and then uh go from there if the waves are good we surf if not get some school done stuff around the house whatever for everybody listening in these these guys are like full frothers on surfing and also traveling I feel like you guys are going everywhere all the time. Kai, especially you down to Cabo and stuff, tra- driving your truck down to Mex and stuff. What recent travels have you guys been on? Um, I feel like maybe I might have seen something on Instagram of social media of you guys going on a really long flight somewhere. Yeah, we had a, a 36-hour flight across the world to South Africa. And we we stayed there for a little over a month. And it was by far the trip of a lifetime. And it was rad because it was me and my brother. We brought a filmer with us. and pretty much just surfed and you know uh explored the the culture over there and it was yeah insane dax is that your farthest trip you've been on yeah so for i think so i mean we've been to indo before which that was far but this this travel i think beat that in time for sure it's be a 16 hour flight and you're on another nine hour to a three hour until yeah it was like 36 hours door to door it was a long long ways so epic do you guys fly through london we did. It went LAX to Doha, Qatar, and then from there to Johannesburg, Johannesburg, Port Elizabeth. Whoa. I think there's multiple different routes you could take. For some reason, ours just went that way around the world, but it was it was cool. Who got middle seat? None of us. We didn't we, sit next to each other. No. We what? We to switch our seats so that way, aisle or window. And we were going for those extra seats. On the way back from South Africa, I got middle seat last time, and it was the worst thing I've ever dealt with in my life. Yeah, I don't know how I I, I couldn't do that. It was so brutal, dude. Well, I let my buddy, I let my buddy Cameron, who's a filmer, sit on the window seat, and I was like this whole time, just pencil, just like a pencil, dude. It was so. I had bad. on the flight home. Um, I had it was just me and this girl, but she laid down in the middle seat and used my armrest as like her pillow for like two hours. Well, I, had to, so I had to wake her up. This isn't going to work out. Are you serious? I was, I was like, crap. It was so gnarly. Was she your age? No, she was older and spoke no English. So, <laughs> Oh, <laughs> no. <the> <laughs> <laughs> Dude, that's so funny. It's so fun traveling and like meeting people and having situations like that happen. I love it. Well, sick. I'm stoked you guys went over there. How how good were the waves? Did you guys score? Yeah. Score. J Bay. Surf J Bay for we didn't even leave J Bay. We surfed there for the whole month. And are you serious? You guys were talking like best swell since the eighties and best they've seen in a super long time. Yeah. One stop waves. Were you guys 
riding bigger boards or were you still riding your normal shortboards? I stuck to pretty much, I mean, I had a whole quiver of, of br- my brand new Timmy shortboards, my normal 6.2s, and I rode a 6.8 mid-length pretty much every session just because the current was so gnarly. Crowds weren't that bad, but I could catch so many more waves on a bigger board. And uh, so I was like, you know what, whatever board it's going to work to, you know, just have fun and get more waves, I'm going to ride. What about you, Dax? So, I mean, morning session, I'd try to ride my shortboard and then after that your arms are so dead because i mean it's a minute long wave and you're paddling back out in the current and stuff and it was pumping too so if you get caught inside you get worked uh so your arms would be toast after that but then like our afternoon session and stuff like that i would hop on like a twin like a board with more phone phone with twin fin my favorite board there was a 60 uh two plus one 20 and it had a lot it had just more leaders in my shortboard so easier paddling but i also had a mid length that I rode a ton when my arms were couldn't paddle anymore. Boys, talk to me about like the logistics and accommodations and everything that went into going on this trip. Like, what was your mindset going into it? Were you like, okay, let's just book the flight and we'll get there and figure it out, or did you guys set everything up beforehand? Well, lucky for Dax, I did pretty much everything to get things ready and prepared. <laughs> but we actually our original plan was to go to Europe for a month and do half France, half Portugal because we've both never been there, and we were like, that was like we were talking for probably like six months about that trip. And then it came down to it, like, okay, looking at flights, it was really expensive. And that time of year, like it was kind of crowded. And then my dad, who's, he's been to South Africa a bunch. Um, he was like, Hey, what do you guys think about going to J Bay instead? And we start looking at places to stay there and flights. Like, Oh my gosh, like, we could save a ton. Go to a yeah, bad place. Pretty cheap. Once you're, once there. you're there, it's crazy cheap. We stayed on the beach at, for a month. The guy's house we stayed at was like insane. Now we're like good buddies. Met a bunch of people there. Like, I'm I'm glad we made that call. But uh, yeah, preparation before it was maybe like a month of like getting things ready, getting boards ordered, you know, getting some salt life gear because it was pretty cold over there. We got a bunch of big, big warm jackets and and then yeah, we just kind of did it. Like one morning, I was like, you know, what? I'm overweighting. Click the click the um, buy my ticket thing, and we were off. Yeah, it was it was rad. What was the best part about flying there? Like, did you guys go out of any airports and like explore? We didn't go out of any airports, but um, Qatar airport was pretty rad. Pretty gnarly on. Super gnarly. But like, it's so, it's huge and it's so nice. There's like McLaren dealerships, every bougie store you can think of. Like, yeah, there's everything in there. You don't even have to like live in there. Dude. I've always wanted to like go explore like Dubai or Qatar and like go just walk around and check places out because of that. You know, like it's those countries have so much money that the airports are so insane. Like I've been through that airport and I'm like, dude, I feel so out of place right now, you know, with your board bags going to Indo with board shorts and flip flops on. Yeah. But coming, um, coming yeah, dude, it's pretty coming cool. home was a little gnarly because, you know, all the sad stuff happened over in the Middle East and, and flying through there. Like we we kind of stand out like a sore thumb. It still felt safe, but it was it was kind of a weird vibe going to the airport for sure. What about getting to South Africa? Did you guys go to Cape Town at all? We did it. We we flew into Port Elizabeth, then we went straight to Jeffrey's Bay. We just stayed. Yeah, we stayed there. Entirely. So you guys stayed at J Bay the whole time. Yeah, we were planning on going to uh, maybe Durban, Cape Town, one of those places to get waves, but we never found the time to because I mean, every day the waves out front were just pumping, so we were like. We didn't want to leave good waves and like maybe go somewhere else where it's worse or skunked or something. Yeah. Yeah. What's the saying? You never, never leave swell to go chase 
possible flow or something. So we just stayed, we stayed. How is the local community there, the surf culture and just all the locals there? It's, pre- it's pretty insane, huh? Yeah, there's definitely a good group of guys who you could tell are there. They surf the wave better than anyone. Um, but I mean, everyone was super nice. Like the town's so small, you go to, you know, there's the main dinner spot and you see like almost the, everyone out there surfing. You, you sit and have dinner with the, that night. So like everyone's all friends in the end and they're all super cool. Yeah, what's what's that place called again? Nina's, Nina's right there. Nina's, yeah. Nina's, dude, that place is so That's good. Nina's. Yeah, <laughs> they have like al, they have like alpaca. Yeah, there's a six-dollar platter of sushi, which in the states at home would be like a twenty-dollar meal, and we were just going gourmet style the whole entire time. Dude, I'm stoked that you guys scored way. So when you first got there, were you guys tripping out on how long that wave is? Yeah. Definitely tripping out. Our boards didn't make it for three days. So we had to sit there and just on the phone with airlines all day long. Like, where are these things? We're just watching. And we're at our house, like our room, our window, you can see uh, super tubes. Like, we're just watching it right there. So that was really hard. It's super interesting. You just brought up super tubes because when I, when I knew I was going to J-Bay, I was like, oh, it's just J-Bay, you know? Like, yeah, I've heard of super tubes, but... I didn't know that there's so many different breaks all the way down to the very end. Totally. There's so and like, many. it's so interesting, right? Like people think of J-Bay and they're like, oh, it's just J-Bay, but there's different peaks the whole way through. And then on those big swells, yeah, I can connect through. But like, that's a very special day if you got one of those days for sure. But it's so cool. The place is amazing, right? Like you can go get tubed up at top or you can go surf down below and like, beginners maybe could go ride a longboard right like would you guys agree with that 100 i mean super tubes definitely the main spot is i would say more if you're comfortable surfing and more, kind of more like the intermediates like expert level up there but if you're a beginner you get down to the point and it's just all like mainly beginners on longboards all having a good time everyone's super nice easy to get waves friendly waves too and it's still perfect so it's so easy channel to paddle out and it's a mushy perfect right down there to learn how to surf and more sand not so many rocks because the rocks of a super tubes are gnarly super gnarly yeah and you got to find that keyhole to paddle out in and go in at and like if you don't time stuff right you're kind of screwed especially (laughs) when it's big because if you yeah when there's current and it's big it's hard to time the keyhole and like when you miss it you have a long ways to go down a long walk it's not fun. Yeah, we left a couple of fins in those rocks. Yeah. <laughs> oh, you did? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Dude, how, how beautiful is that coastline there? We So we were just talking like the, the raddest thing about the trip, I think, was the safari we went on. Yes, you guys did one? Yeah, we drove all the way. Sick. Like it was out past Port Elizabeth and it was it was the coolest experience. Yeah. Ever. Like, like words can't words and photos can't even describe it. It's called Scotia Safari. It's like one of the best ones over there. If you're staying in J Bay, it's like it's an hour, about an hour away, but you're almost guaranteed lion sightings, all of that. That's the one you can spend the night at, right? Yeah, you can yeah. stay the night there. So if you ever, if any of these people watching, if you guys ever go, Scotia Safari is the one to go to. What did you guys see when you were on the safari? All the big five. Everything. Big five, <laughs> which I don't know exactly. We saw those lions, that. rhinos. Um, elephants, giraffes, giraffes, hippos, zebras. Yeah, we saw it all. all we saw cool everything. Stuff. Yeah, all the cool stuff. What about all the monkeys driving up and down the the coast? There, did you guys see a bunch of monkeys? A couple monkeys, the baboons. Yeah. 
Those things are gnarly on. Yeah, they're yeah, they're so aggressive too. You don't even want to like they look all cute and friendly, but you don't want to go. I know they're so gnarly. There's we saw a couple on the side of the road that were pretty decent size too, and we're like, oh, that thing looks kind of sketchy, you know, (laughs) like so rad. So, what about water water life uh, activity? Do you guys see any? uh, I call them gray fish, but do you guys see any great whites? No great whites, luckily, but. few whales which is super cool i think there's a lot of whales migrating around that area for sure down there we saw that and then um tons of dolphins so many dolphins and the dolphins will come in like they're they're in like packs like 500 the last day i paddled out to go surf and i jumped off and paddling out and i was in the middle of like a pod of problem of like to me it was like millions of dolphins they were everywhere and it was the only one out it was pretty sketchy (laughs) <laughs> I mean, obviously they're friendly and stuff, but they're like, when they're three feet away from you, they're so big and like kind of gnarly looking. Dude, it's, that place is such a trip because there is so much wildlife. And like when, when I was there, I remember being at Super Tubes and the guy's like, oh yeah, my, man, did you see that, that gray fish swim under us? And I was like, what the heck? What are you talking about? And it was like a, f- probably like a 15 foot shark that I didn't even see. He's like, oh yeah. Yeah. Th- these guys all went in because of that. I'm yeah, like, what? don't see it. Yeah, they're out there, but they're out there, dude. And we're in their, um, in their home. What is it? Is it St. Francis? Yeah, the one that's like, Francis. Yeah, dude, that place is sick. We went and surfed that beach break, and uh, <laughs> Cameron Verbeth had a, a drone flying, and there's two great whites just out in the lineup on the sandbar, and I'm like. He's like yelling at us, come in, come in. I'm like, all right, yeah, I'm going to go in. I think something's wrong, dude. I had an eerie feeling the whole time, but there's so many great whites there. It's so sketchy. Yeah, we came home into a, I think Stab put out an article saying like a, a seal attack at J-Bay right after we got home and some guy's foot like got bit off. By Are you kidding? Yeah. Like a, like, dude, that place is so lively. It's, it's insane. It's crazy. And then it's cool. All the local, like up at past supers is um, in the evening time, all the locals go fish off the beach. Cause it's like this huge channel between like rock and sand and they're like, they're slaying fish like every night there. It's, it's so rad. And yeah. Dude, that place is so amazing. It's inexpensive once you're over there and it's such a good destination for like anyone to go to. And there's so much to do there. Like even if you wanted to go there and just spend the day on the beach and like go on a safari and stuff like South Africa is the place to be for sure. Yeah. And if you're not into that stuff, the shopping, there's like the J Bay village, which any of you shoppers out there listening, there's plenty of stores and, you know, boutique stores, restaurants, like they, they got everything. If you're not into the, the water life and all that stuff, there's plenty to do. And the zip or not the zip line, the bungee jumping, which yeah. I no way I would ever do that. But if you're a little dirt devil, do the bungee jump. <laughs> So, boys, how was the weather and the conditions there? Majority of the time, it was pretty warm. I mean, we were going into when we were there, it was going into spring, so it was starting to get warmer. Um, the water was, I would say, around 64 to 66. So, it wasn't like super warm, but it wasn't freezing. But we were wearing two males all the time. So, a thin wetsuit because uh, just may, basically keep the wind off you. And you're paddling so much, you get really hot. So, I mean, having like a thicker wetsuit on, yeah, you're going to be cozy and warm when you're sitting there, but paddling is going to be a nightmare. You're going to be sweating. And then the air, the air temperature, we had some days of storm where it was crazy winds and like rain and that was cold. But 
we had our salt life windbreakers and all of our jackets and stuff. So because we stayed warm and but other than that, like the sunny days, it was hot out. You're in trunks and a t-shirt cruising around all day. That's so good. I feel like I don't know if this is like just my mindset, but I feel like the weather is very consistent there. Did it seem like that throughout your trip? For sure. It was it's usually a morning sickness in the in the morning. So it'll have like a weird bump on the face, a weird wind. But then around like 10, it'll kind of go glassy. And then it's usually it's offshore all day. It'll just go offshore. But we did have um, a whole week, which is very rare, they said. That was like straight onshore winds for a week. Oh, really? Storm. They said they'd never see that. Like it's very rare to have it, have like that many days of onshore and like storm in a row. For the people listening in, when he says onshore winds, it's like wind coming at the waves and then offshore is going against it. But even with onshore winds for people that are beginners and stuff you can totally go surf a point break and still get good waves with onshore winds of course like when we think of onshore winds we're like ah, i'm over that but um yeah i mean it's it was probably still good right cranking yeah it's good and there's no one out and the perk of it no one yeah it's not people don't like to surf on onshore winds so you're gonna get it to yourself a lot more waves so sick yeah so here's the question for you guys California waves, South Africa, give it to me. I think it's very different. Like I, South Africa, the place is amazing. Uh, you definitely have that more of like power, powerful wave, and like, uh, yeah, just it's it's a lot different than home. Towards the end, I was starting to get kind of like homesick because I was like, okay, I want to go ride my glider. I want a longboard. And like I missed <laughs> that part because I'm not going. I can't do it there. There's not even there that I can go. No leash on a big 11 foot board. So it's just different. Like they don't really have that kind of surfing, which most people would probably be like, oh, that's totally fine. But for us, like riding all different watercrafts, I think California probably fits our lifestyle a little bit better. Um, but yeah, I, that's that's my take on that. I agree. Dax, South Africa, the energy in the water compared to here on the South Coast is crazy. Like the energy there is so much more powerful. I think way more water moving stuff like that and then um if you want to surf a perfect wave there's the spot j bay i mean it's one of the best waves in the world and then there's also tons of waves around it kind of mysterious waves where you can paddle surf a reef by yourself if you're into that and you want to go explore and do all this but if you're going for all around surfing you want to surf beach break point break go surf a mushy wave for beginners california definitely and it's a lot more friendlier, I would say, for the waves. But yeah, I mean, it was it was a good experience. I would definitely go back and want to do it again. Yeah. You're talking about those mysterious waves there in South Africa. Some of the guys that I met that would go surf waves by themselves, I don't understand how they have the mental like guidance. So gnarly. So I don't know, dude. It's gnarly. It's so gnarly because every time I'm in the water there that when I was there, I was like, I, I don't know. This is kind of freaking me out, you know, like <laughs> totally. And a lot of the waves they go and surf are like big wave, like big wave surfing, like 30 foot waves. Because I mean, they get there's so much swell over there and there's so many points that stick out that they just get so much swell and the waves will get really gnarly and big. What about like equipment from California going over there? Would you say you need to ride like faster boards there or like? Maybe something thicker or bigger, or how's that go? Yeah, definitely. I, I bumped up my shortboards just for this trip specifically, which I wish I went even bigger once I got there. 
but the wave is so fast. Like you watch all the professional championship tour guys surf it, and it's like, oh my, like you, nobody can do that besides those top five Felipe Toledo's in the, of the world. So I'd recommend, you know, I, I rode a, a mid length with the two plus one setup and just went down the line as fast as I possibly could. And, you know, I, I love that kind of surfing. So I definitely recommend bringing a fun fast board up, up your leaders, get a bigger shortboard, help you out a lot. And when you're there too, I mean, um, here and like in California, when you can, when you're surfing away, you can be a lot more cruisy. You know, if you get caught behind, you'll if you pump, you'll probably make you can make it around. And you're just cruising there. You got to be on it 24 seven. You got to be aggressive, or else the wave will just run right by you. You also got big lava rocks right there in front of you. If you fall, yeah, you're, you don't want to not make the wave. Yeah, those those things are gnarly. They are. I guess for you guys too, especially because you're both regular, right? So that wave is like the best wave in the world for you guys. I'm goofy. So like my backhand at J Bay, you guys are making sections that I would never make. You oh, know what totally. I mean? And like, and so for me, when I was there, I was riding, I ride five fives and five sixes. I'm short, I'm small and I'm fat, but not really, but <laughs> no, but I ride like five fives and five sixes. And like, I was riding like five nines, maybe sometimes a five ten, just to be able to make it around some of those sections, just to have the extra foam. So Having that extra foam for like the experienced surfers, would you guys say like that's a huge thing to do? Like have that extra board? 100%. Foam, foam is your friend in all conditions. Yeah. That's what I tell people. Be able to go faster. And the biggest thing of having extra foam for there is paddling. It's the paddle. I mean, with especially when the offshore winds are going, it's sometimes pretty hard to get into the wave because it's trying to blow you out. Like that extra foam really gives you the push. Yeah, it's it's, it's good to have that, and especially for paddling and like, you were talking about the current stacks. Yeah, currents are gnarly. I mean, if you're, especially on the inside, when you're caught on the inside, the wave's going so fast, the water's moving with it, and the current is just, will rip you down the beach. When you kick out of a wave, you, all, you can almost see the current line. You're going to, you like paddle out and around the current line. You go way outside of it, so that way you're not like fighting against it. That's where Dax spent most of his sessions. <laughs> How many times you guys have to come in and walk around? I, n- I never did a yeah. walk around, but there was one time where it was just me and him out and it was kind of an after stormy day and we we're both going to catch a wave in and go. And I missed the keyhole and he made it. And I had to go all the way to the bay by myself, like no one around. It's like dark and stormy. And that was the spookiest thing ever. And then the walk back is so long. I had like a mile just walk up the beach by myself. It's like raining. I didn't have that good of a surf. It was like, wow, like this kind of sucks. The walk around would be <laughs> nice, but I mean, it's just like by the time you get into the keyhole, walk back out, and then you have to go through another keyhole and like time it to paddle out or else you get washed back on the rocks. Like brown gnarly it is, it's just it's worth the paddle. Unless you have it super dialed and you're like, I won't go there and do it every day. You're, you're most likely going to hit the bottom and hit your fins or ding your board or something. Did you guys bring ding repair stuff? Just like just ding repair stickers. If something crazy happened, we will. There's a bunch of low, I guess there's a bunch of local ding repair shops there. This stuff looks super good. Good prices too. Oh, yeah, definitely. Um, yeah, but we got a little cracked. We just throw a sticker on it. Nothing too severe, luckily. You know, the waves gnarly when there's like 20 surfboard repair shops on one street. Yeah. Just for day day surfers. <laughs> yeah. So what was the most memorable moments for you guys? I'd say the safari was my 
It, it, yeah, I'd say the safari, but then surfing wise, I get in to go to J Bay with Dax for the first time for both of us for a month straight. Like, you, they couldn't get any better than that. So, yeah, safari was insane. I mean, that was a crazy experience, but also, I mean, we scored some days of perfect waves of um, like nobody out, like maybe a few other guys out. And being able to share that with Kai and everyone in the water and like the vibes were high, like, those those days you'll never forget. You're just trading off perfect waves nonstop. So good. You guys are super fortunate. Like it's so rad to be able to have. Obviously, you guys are both brothers, and like it's so fun to be able to go travel and do that stuff with your brother and like learn more about each other. Like Kai, you're probably just egging Dax on the whole time, just like frothing him out. Like, come on, dude. Like, what are you doing on that section? You know, just making him a better surfer. Like vice versa. You know, so rad. There was a couple like big, big days that, you know, like there were nerves in the morning. There was no one out, but it was like, you know what? We're here. We already made it here. Like we know we're going to regret it if we don't paddle out. So it's like kind of like psyching each other up. Like, come on, let's go. Let's do this. And, you know, we all, everyone was fine. Nothing, no one got hurt. Not, nothing happened. And now we're stoked. We, yeah. we did it. Paddling out with a buddy too when it's big is way better than going solo. 100%. Because no, you might get a laugh in. You start laughing, you'll be good. <laughs> so good. I love that. You're overthinking. And you're like, oh, man, this is going to suck. What about uh, upcoming trips, you guys? Do you have anything coming up? I got the WSL longboard event up in Morro Bay starting December 4th. So that's kind of my next. It's only five hours away from home, but I love road trips and uh, can't going to go camp up there. You 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 spend a bunch of time up north, like Oregon. So, you know, you love it up there. Um and I think after Christmas, go straight back down south and go to Cabo. Sick. Dude, you need to just go buy a piece of property there. Well, we got there. one. We got one. It's it's my grandparents, but it's kind of like now gotten passed down to my dad and uncle. And it's just there. It, it's it's right by shipwrecks. Like it's in a prime location. We got it cleared, but like they're just too slow. Yeah, they, they don't get anything done. Like we got, we're going to start taking things in our own hands and me and Dax can go down there and do it. No way. Yeah. That's what we want to do. That's the plan. Do you guys ever like think that you'll move down there? I don't think full time, but I could. I mean, I mean, last June I spent a month down there, just half the time by myself in this little pup I got over here, and uh, you know, I I didn't I didn't feel like I ever wanted to come home. It was getting a little rough, you know, camping in the dirt for that long. But if I had a if I had a house, and I mean, it doesn't need to be much, but a garage to store equipment and fishing stuff, surf stuff, like I could do it. It's funny talking about talking about that area. Like, I feel like Jay Bay has a similar like kind of resemblance of like a Cabo feel, and then also San Clemente. Like, if you were to put those together, I don't know. I feel like the rocky beaches and stuff, and the sand there is kind of the like coastline. The in Jay Bay is exactly like Cabo. That's the first thing I said when we got there. Besides. The water is not crystal blue and it's cold, but the rocks and the shells on the beach, the white sand is exactly like the East Cape. So I think right there was like, I got there and like, okay, there's some kind of connection. And I think that's why we loved it so much. Cause you know, we love the Cabo and East Cape and all that. Yeah. So and I would cool. say um, the vibes in uh, South Africa, Jeffrey's Bay are more similar to San Clemente. Cause it's like, it's a full, just a little surf town. It's like a surf community. So everyone's like on the same program. Like everyone knows each other, everyone's um, hypes each other up. Like it's super cool. It's kind of the same, same thing that we have here in San Clemente. Like I, I would see every 
we'd go check the waves every morning. There'd be like the same group of people having coffee, checking the waves. We're like, here, it's the same thing. We go down, we see their same group every day, talk to them. Are we going to paddle out? Where's better? And it's just that kind of same vibe. So sick, dude. It's the best. I miss that place. Um, are you guys going to post a video on South Africa or what's the story with that? We've been posting a bunch of reels on this, on our socials and, and photos. And uh, my plan was because we got, I mean, 30, 30 minute plus of like A plus videos that we have kind of saved up. And uh, my, my, my original plan was to make a South Africa edit. But now I'm thinking like, because he's got so many, we want to do trips in the future and do like not just South Africa, do J-Bay up north, Mexico. We want to do one more big one and then put it all together as like a move, like a 20 minute movie and do like a premiere, a premiere in San Clemente. And then the dream would be like to, you know, reach out to Saw Life and and hit up their like East Coast uh, stores and do premieres out there. Kind of like following Kolohe's footsteps, you know what he's doing with like 2% and they just did a whole East Coast tour. Um, I, I, I look up to him when it comes to like, all that kind of stuff. That's that's the that's the goal. Love it. Make it happen. I know. I, I'm working. I'm working on it. Sick boys. Well, shout out your Instagram, social media stuff, and uh, let's get you back on the road so you can go surf. Oh, perfect. Sweet. Yeah. My my Instagram is just my name, Comic Phillips, just all lowercase, and I'm pretty sure his is the same. Just yeah. Dax McPhillips. Dax McPhillips. That's it. Um, Instagram. We keep it nice and simple. Yeah. Sick boys. Thank you so much for hopping on. Um, and thanks everybody for listening in to today's podcast. Don't forget, we are taking next week off for Thanksgiving. You boys have a great Thanksgiving and everybody listening in. Um, enjoy your yeah, Thanksgiving. Thank you guys. We'll catch you guys. Happy thank Thanksgiving. You. Have a good one. All right, boys. Thanks for listening in to Above and Below a Salt Life podcast. Make sure to follow us on Instagram at Real Salt Life. If you've enjoyed this episode, rate and review us on Apple or Spotify or wherever you listen to your podcast to help spread the word. And remember, stay salty.